podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. On the Monday after Liverpool beat Nottingham Forest 1-0 in the FA Cup quarter-final at the City Ground, Diogo Jota with the only goal of the game. A game in which the Reds played well in parts, played poorly in parts. Certain players were very good, certain players were, let's just be kind and say, less good. A bit of a scrappy game, but a game that the Reds won fairly comfortably in the end. They had, you would say, two good chances in the game. One of them fell to Zinkernagel. He put it wide. One of them was a header from Yates that was straight at at Allison, And that was really it. They put in a lot of effort. They tried very hard. And to their credit, they never gave up. A lot of their players, Jed Spence, Joe Worrell, had standout performances. But at the same time, we were the better team. And the likes of Virgil and Canate and Gomez all stood out. Fabinho and Naby Keita were very good. Ox had a mixed game and the front three were all poor. But Jota did get himself a goal. Henderson, Thiago, Taki. And for the life of me, I can't remember. And Diaz all came off the bench as Klopp made four subs at one time. And that did give us an extra boost. And it was from there that we went and won the game across by Costa Simicus on his right foot that Diogo Jota managed to get his studs to and turn home. And that was all she wrote. And the Reds go through now. And we will face Manchester City in the semi-final. That game will be either the 16th or 17th of April. I think it might already be set for the 16th. And that means that our April is both very busy and very difficult. So it begins with our next game, which is April 2nd. That's at home to Watford. Then we go to Benfica on the 5th of April. Then we play Manchester City away on the 10th of April. And then it's Benfica at home on the 13th. Then it's Wembley on the 16th for City. Then Anfield on the 19th for Manchester United. Again on the 24th for Everton. Up to Newcastle on the 30th for our final game of the month. So it's eight games in the month. couple of difficult away trips, Benfica, Manchester City. Favourable enough to have United and Everton at home, and obviously we've thumped both of them this season already, so the aim will be to do it again. Watford at home is a nice, easy start. 
Newcastle away will depend on their form. That's the be-all and end-all of it. That will depend on their form. Now, if, if we get past Benfica, the Champions League semi-finals will obviously come into play here as well. And we know we'll face either Bayern Munich or Benfica, or Bayern Munich or Villarreal, I should say. And those games would be the 26th or 27th of April and the 3rd or 4th of May. So as things stand, we're due to play Everton and then Newcastle six days later. There could be another game in between them, which isn't ideal. We'd probably be hoping to get that Everton game moved a day earlier or something along those lines or move the Newcastle game a day later. Probably move the Newcastle one. That would be the most logical thing. But it's going to be a very fun month. We're still in with a chance of the quadruple. And it seems seems unlikely. It seems impossible, in truth. It seems impossible that any team could win it because no team ever has. But then no team had won the Premier League, Champions League, FA Cup uh, triple until United did it. So, you know... All of these things seem impossible to somebody goes and does it. If we get past City, we'll face either Chelsea or Crystal Palace in the final. You'd obviously expect it to be Chelsea. So we've got the hardest possible route for the FA Cup. You would have liked to have gotten Palace and let Chelsea and City take care of each other. But it is what it is. Get through Benfica, get through City, and it's still on as long as we can keep pace in the league. Now, the issue here is that there's not a whole lot of room for rotation. And with certain players in our team, when they play frequently, they do tend to break down. Now, what we will most likely see is a heavy rotation between Nabi Keita and Thiago Alcantara. So you could see Thiago play Watford, Naby start the Benfica game, Thiago start the City game, Naby start the Benfica game, Thiago start the Cup semi-final, Naby start the United game, Thiago against Everton, and then back to Naby against Newcastle. That may well be what Klopp does. But if that Bayern game, or Villarreal as it could be, comes in before the Newcastle game, then that could change things. Klopp might prefer to have Thiago out there for Bayern and keep Naby still for that Newcastle game so Thiago could get back to back games or he might change it somewhere else along the way. But we have to hope that those two stay fit. They are absolutely key to everything. Look at our record when they start. Then look at our record when they don't. Completely different team. Completely different team. up to be a really fun month it really really is and if if we get through this month we could be well could well be looking at a may that includes tottenham at home southampton away and wolves at home for the chance to win the league title an fa cup final 
a Champions League semi-final second leg and then a Champions League final. So April is key to creating what could be an incredible May. Uh, we'll have a quick look around the main Liverpool websites. Standouts, Ox struggles and April thrills. The last word on Forest nil, Liverpool won. That's on This Is Anfield. Liverpool pushed all the way, but Wembley beckons again for semi-final glamour. So this is off the back of the newspapers. And this is interesting. So let me just give you uh, some statistics from yesterday's game. Actually, let me give you two games side by side and see what you think is a closer game. Okay. So game A, game B. In game A, one team had 65% of the ball, the other had 35. In game B, one team had 65, the other had 35. In game A, one team had 19 shots with six on target. The other had 13 shots with three on target. In game B, one team had 14 shots with seven on target. The other had six shots with one on target. In game A, both sides had six corners. In game B, one side had seven corners. The other had two. Those two games are Liverpool versus Forest and Manchester City versus Southampton. Game A was Manchester City versus Southampton. But yet, we struggled, and they went through comfortably, according to media narrative, because people get far too wrapped up in scorelines. And yes, the scoreline is obviously the most important thing to decide if you win or lose, but it doesn't describe the game. You can't judge a game based on the scoreline. City struggled for large parts of that game against Southampton. By the way, the City kit, it's an abomination. It's an absolute abomination. It looks like a training top. It's an abomination. But Southampton caused them a lot more trouble than Forrest caused us. But because Southampton collapsed and conceded two goals in four minutes to give City a 4-1 win, rather than the 2-1 win, which has been, would have been more reflective of the game that we saw, the narrative get, gets painted in a certain way. So City eased through, whereas we got pushed all the way, even though when you look at the game and you look at the numbers from the game, it's not the case at all. The Jota conundrum as Gomez takes his chance. Five talking points from Forest nil, Liverpool one. Uh, Liverpool under 23s hold Man City as keeper clean, keeps clean sheet on surprise debut. So injuries to Harvey Davis, Fabian Mrozek, and Marcelo Pitaluga. Oh no, Pitaluga was with the first team. So Luke Hewitson made his debut in the no I'm wrong again Oscar Kelly Oscar Kelly made his debut and Luke Hewitson was on the bench um don't know much about Oscar Kelly at all to be honest but we have 
an incredible crop of young goalkeepers at the club right now. Uh, there just seems to be a new one pops up every couple of days. And hopefully, hopefully some of them can make the step up to the senior level. Liverpool hold serious conversations over PSV winger with agreement for exit. Liverpool are among the clubs reliably linked with PSV winger Cody Gakbo with it claimed they have held serious conversations over a move. Gakbo, who has been in consistently impressive form since breaking into the PSV first, PSV first team on a full-time basis two seasons ago, has scored 16 goals and laid on 15 assists in 37 games thus far. David Ornstein is reporting that Liverpool are very strongly interested in the player and that the player has an understanding that if a suitable offer comes in, he will be allowed to leave. It's not a buyout clause. It's a gentleman's agreement by the sounds of things. So the, the notion is that it would be about 35 million. Now, some people will obviously jump to the conclusion that well, this is a Mo Salah replacement. This is far more of a Sadio Mane type of replacement because he plays off the left. He's right-footed. He would be, I suppose, a backup to Luis Diaz should he arrive. Very limited experience playing on the right. Um, 16 goals, 15 assists in 2,700 minutes is not bad at all. Obviously, it is the Eredivisie. Obviously, we've seen certain players come through that league in the past and not go on to do very well. But we've seen others who've gone on to be spectacular. So, you know, we don't miss. That's what we can say. We don't miss. When we go for these type of players, they tend to end up being big-time successes. Um Henry Jackson, I noticed, has put together the player ratings from This Is Anfield, The Echo, Who Scored, Foot Mob Stats, and This Is Anfield readers and averaged them out. So, uh, Allison 6.6, that seems low, but he didn't have a whole lot to do. Joe Gomez, 7.6. Kanate, 7.4. Van Dyke, 7.3. Simica, 7.3. Footmob gave him an 8.5 for that 6 out of 10 performance. Fabinho, 7.1. Ox, 6. Naby Keita, 6.9. Somehow done dirty by the idiots at who scored, and this is Anfield Readers. Harvey Elliott, 6.1. Jota, 7.1. And it, like again, I know he scored. The guy played terribly. And Firmino, 6.9. Again, another poor performance by Bobby. I'm not sure what the rating is based on. Uh, moving on then to Liverpool.com. There is a Nabil Elzar interview. Okay. Liverpool must reverse Raheem Sterling transfer trick to prevent FSG masterclass from backfiring. What? This sounds like it's going to be silly. Oh, I assume it's over the Salah contract.
No, it's not. It's over Nico Williams. And it's based off something by Football Insider, who has about as much inside knowledge of football clubs as he does of the inner workings of the Central Bank of Bulgaria. Nonsense. Uh, Liverpool must listen to coaches' cheap transfer demand for 25 million ace, who is Jurgen Klopp dream. This is Dominic Sebelaya, who is absolutely outstanding. Absolutely fantastic player. And somebody that top clubs everywhere should really be looking at. I know he hasn't gotten on particularly well at Leipzig, but it's more a system issue than anything else. He would be brilliant in this Liverpool team. Play him on the right side of the midfield, that more attacking role, he'd be a tremendous addition. Liverpool could facilitate exciting transfer as FSG take interest in 45 million Serie A leader. Let's have a quick gander. This is the Media Digest piece. Klopp gives unusual Mane reasoning. Sadio and Mo away at AFCON, yeah, they are away playing in the, the World Cup qualifier. Uh, there was a verdict. That was the verdict of Ivan Tony. Oh, yeah. So Ivan Tony was asked who he was. He said he was a professional footballer. He was asked his name. He gave his name. And the idiot said, Who do you play for? And Ivan Tony said, No, we're exciting. Because he just didn't want to deal with your man anymore. He just wanted the conversation to end. Anyway, Liverpool taking an interest. The player we are apparently taking an interest in is Raphael Liao. Brilliant talent, but I doubt it. I doubt it. I think he is going to stay where he is because um, he's developing really, really well. Liverpool should take advantage of Chelsea to secure perfect Jurgen Klopp dynasty transfer. As sanctions continue to leave the future of Chelsea in the balance, Liverpool, Liverpool could benefit as one of their key players enters the final season of his contract. N'Golo Kante. Liverpool won't be signing N'Golo Kante. They just won't. He's, he's past his best. At the age he's at, it's just not going to happen. As uh, a piece here suggesting we should sign Nicolo Zaniolo. I do love him, but he's had two torn ACLs, so it seems unlikely. A um, couple of pieces up on... Anfield Index website, give those a read. There's a new Euro incision. There is a new Pro Plus Positivity podcast. There is a new Under Pressure entitled A Tale of Two Keepers. And there is the post-match Raw, which was Guy Drinkle, myself, Lisa Marie and Dave Horax, which was up last night. You can listen to it now. And that's it. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now 
at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.